stereo. Here we go. Okay. Now can you hear this? Very quietly. Okay. Here we go. Ready? Set. Mm. There. Welcome to the Rebel Alliance Briefing Room Podcast. We are here to podcast about Super anything Star Wars with you. Super Please duper. Our website where you can play current and past episodes. That's HTTPS colon backslash backslash R-A-B-R That's R-A-B-R dot K-A-I-L-E-J-O-H-A-N-S-E-N dot U-S. On the left-hand side is a navigation menu. You can use this to learn how to load the Rebel Alliance Bridging Room podcast on Android or Apple phone and tablet. And we have direct links to our podcast on Apple and Google Podcasts. Please participate by connecting to our social media, answering questions of the week, or submitting feedback directly from the site. Again, all of these are available at the Rebel Alliance Bridging Room website at R-A-B-R-K-A-I-L-E-J-O-H-A-N-S-E-N dot U-S. And now, it's time to talk Star Wars. Woo. I am Kyle John Johansson, and this is Andrew Scott Sutton. Say hello. Hello, hello, hello. Howdy. Hello. Hello, howdy. Okay. Hello. Howdy. Uh, all right, today we're reviewing Star Wars Andor Episode 4, The Aldehani. Oh, go Chiefs. Okay. Yeah, they play a Sunday. Um, the Alda Alda Hani is what it's this episode's called, and uh, we're gonna go through. Uh, I've got a little bit of feedback that Scott sent while he was gone. Well, I'm gonna read that first, and then um, we'll discuss the episode and uh, do some discussion after that, and question of the week, you know, thoughts and predictions, so on and so on. So, um, play the episode right. Yeah, no. no. No episode playback, and uh, let me uh, let me push this button. All right, so that's so we can get feedback from Andrew Scott Sutton, the guy over there on the on the left, wrong side over there. Um, he he was gone last week because he uh, wasn't feeling well from his uh, booster shots that he got. So he sent in something, and here it is. It says. Uh, uh, he says, first of all, sorry, everyone, that I could not be with you all for the first three episodes. However, my opinion will be heard, damn it. Oh, he didn't say damn it. Um, episode one, uh, Kassen, uh, there was he says there was a dangerous search for him in, uh, on Morlon 1. Um, he was looking for his sister when some sentry guards from the brothel stopped him on his way out of town. Uh, one thing led to another, and he ends up killing um, the guards. Flashbacks seem to be all right, but confusing way to tell the story. Um, and personally, in my opinion, I don't, I don't like flashbacks most of the time, but, uh, you know, there seems to be a big storytelling thing. Um, and his last comment about episode one was, so now he's looking for his sister. Um you know, we don't know why he's looking for his sister. I don't think we even ever find out why, but um, episode two, we probably will. I think we'll actually meet her sometime in the during the show. He meets her in his travels, I guess, whatever. 
Uh, episode two opening, we're back on what seems to be a jungle planet where the kids, which is that flashback part um, where he is a kid. And uh, uh, I think if you did, if you missed it or not, Scott, with the uh, little girl, 16, he's supposedly 16. Not a not in that part. That's that's a different thing. He said he was sixteen um, on some battle, but that was a, that's something different. Um, um, he he said that in episode four. That's a different battle. Um, he's like six or seven on this thing, and his little girl with him is that's the sister he's looking for. Yeah. Um, just just so you know. Uh, okay. Uh, Jungle Planet. Uh, Andor is in a big mess trying to get. Um, off-world, trying to sell things and such. Uh, you know, he's um, basically at his last hope to uh, get get something sold. Um, he's got uh, a backup item that he's got that he's uh, trying to get rid of. Uh, and they, the, the kids are making their way to the down ship. Um, and it, it uh, someone lands there with a the ship. Uh, and uh, what else has he got here? Uh, he takes, uh, gets the the alarm clock goes off, and uh, the droid is there to give him a like a briefing um, from his, uh, uh, I guess his adoptive parents that uh, we'll find out later took him from the, uh, the ship. I think we find out that in episode three. Um, And then we see uh, you talk about you see the the older guy that that's on a ship with a very talkative person, which you know that I think that's that's a funny scene there because it, it's almost like that every at least for me on on the plane. There's always someone there that wants to jibber jabber at you, and you just want to you know leave me alone. Ignore, leave me alone. Ignore me. I'm trying to deal with flying on this crazy plane. Leave me alone. You know, or whatever. <laughs> Um, that's the same thing I, I thought when I saw that. Uh, okay. Um, and then you talk about episode three, that's where, um, Andor, uh, actually climbs into the ship. Um, you know, you see several, uh, dead people in there. Um, you know, they've got some sort of, uh, weird, uh, coloring on their faces and skin. Um, and he, he notices himself in the reflection on the, uh, console, um, and uh, you kind of got the same impression that I did that he's uh, he breaks the console because he doesn't want to see his reflection or something, or he thinks it's uh, something else back there that he doesn't yeah. like. Or, um, and, and I've heard several things where um, you know they thought it was something else, especially when um, that couple so comes in. For, I mean, the Empire where had decimated that planet, whatever. Are both people, both kids, native? Yes. Yes. So, from my understanding of the stuff in the first three episodes where we're seeing him as a child, um, the Empire came in and started mining the planet mm -hmm. and uh, basically destroying it by mining it um, because it had some mineral that they liked. I don't know. Let's example in our, in our time, it would be coal or something. You know, they just come in and tear everything out and not even care about, um, you know, the the people who live there. Um, 
and my theory is, and I think we'll find out later, my theory is, is this ship that crashes is some sort of medical uh, ship and they're experimenting on something and when the ship crashed, whatever the experiment is has uh, has yeah. escaped and it's killed them all. And I, I suspect that we hear um, in the future that the entire planet was decimated was killed off basically the the guards security people say that that planet was completely decimated there shouldn't be anybody alive or from there because they're all dead and i think my theory is the ship is what's caused that they blame it on a mining accident but i think that's a cover story so so how did um, probably i don't know who knows um, she probably hijacked herself, or you know, um, some imperial person took her and made her made her a slave or something. That's why she's in the sex trafficking so, stuff. So that's one. So that's one thing I couldn't, you know, I couldn't. I I would watch it. I couldn't figure out the angle of the ship, whether it was coming, whether it launched and it got shot. The engine yeah. on the rear got shot down. I couldn't tell that really either. They didn't. They probably didn't want to escape because, or it just came in and blew up. Yeah, I couldn't tell what it was either. Um, but you know that couple that came on the ship and took Andor. You know, they gave him a shot and took him on there, and um, that's yeah, who we see son. it. That's who we see later on. The one, the old lady that's uh, yeah, in, with, a, in his room, in his house. Yeah, and and that old lady. And the other guy with her, his name is Clem. That was her husband. Yeah. And we, f we find out, you know, in our episode today that we're reviewing that he decides to use the, the name Clem for his uh, adoptive father. Um, that's how that name comes up. But anyway, yeah, so they, they actually kidnap him or, or something like that to save him because they know the Empire is coming after them. They're just coming in to to salvage some parts off the ship mm -hmm. that they, they so, think they need. So, okay, so then were they the ones that took that box? Or did he later on get a hold of the box? And what is the box? You mean the thing he's trying to trade? Yeah. No, I was think he actually no, I think he actually went it, it was uh, they called it a star path unit, and mm -hmm. it was it was fairly a fairly recent version of a star path unit is what they what what was it described as. Um, so I think it's something that that he's done in in his you know past because you know we, well, we see that he has the ability to go from from different planets because he's borrowing a ship from the from the scrapyard. Yeah. Um. So I, I don't know. I mean, we, we don't really see where he gets that from, but I know that it's fairly recent model because especially in today's episode, they talk about it a tiny bit and the, uh, the ISB people make it sound like it yeah. was a fairly, fairly new version of the, of the star path unit. Um, that girl does at least let's see. And then like you said here at the end, uh, Blah 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 speaks to the beginning. Andor, this is a 
a totally different type of uh, Star Wars type of story, right? It's not like anything we've ever seen before. Um, you know, this planet uh, that uh, Andor's on, where the uh, where his friends are at and stuff. Um, you know, apparently that's a planet where the Empire brings all their their broken or destroyed ships and. Um, you know, these people salvage parts off of it for and sell it to whoever, um, type of thing. So, uh, yeah, the first three episodes were very, uh, interesting in my mind, at, at least. Um, I should have played this earlier. I think the shag, 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 uh, segways were kind of shitty. Yeah, they just jumped back and forth. They didn't really uh, segue very well at all. Yeah, there's no fades, fades, or nothing. Like, what the hell? Yeah, it was just, it was very choppy. Yeah, I I didn't like that either. It it took me three viewings of all three episodes to even get it somewhat of a timeline and what the hell is at this time, recent time. Yeah, when was the, when when it was in the past? And when was in the yeah? Yeah, it was hard to to for me, and at least in the first episode, I it was very confusing. Um, and and to see who those people were in the present time and in the past, it was just very confusing and how it related to each other and stuff like that, which I don't think we'll find out for a while. At least how some of it related, but. Well, I'm going to push another button here. We should have played this earlier, but um, you should have already watched the other episodes because we already played those uh, spoiler alerts for those episodes that we've already done. So let's do this one for today's (laughs) episode. Spoiler alert. Danger. You are about to be spoiled. This is your... Spoiler alert. Okay. I didn't play the whole thing. So uh, our episode today, or or the fourth episode, I'm called Aldenari. Alden, Aldenharani is, uh, starts out with, we're on the, the ship that uh, Luthan and Cassian, you know, are on after they escape, you know, their big uh, escape from the last episode. Um, they're going through space and, uh, uh, Andor's looking for a med pack cause he's got, he's got a wound from a, a phaser, uh, blast on his arm and, uh, L- Luthan offers him a, a med nog, which, um, I didn't really know what that was when I heard it, but I assumed it was some sort of medical type of thing. Um, and it says here, med nog was a drink that assisted in healing injuries when ingested. Um, and yeah, it's probably I've had alcoholic abilities to it too. Um, but that's the first time I've ever heard the med pack or a med nog used before. Um, and, uh, that this is also where, uh, Andor is getting kind of a briefing of where they're going, um, in, in a way. Um, you know, uh, the the guy, uh, Luthan, kind of gives him a, uh, an ultimatum. You know, does he want to 
be dropped off at a planet? Does he want to join the bigger fight? Um, or something about uh, he can kill him too, or something, didn't he say? I can kill you as well. Um, and I can kill you and take your ship. Or you can yeah. kill me and take my ship. Yeah. Exactly. Opportunity. It was funny. It, it was put a stick of funny in. that when he put it in light speed or whatever. That Andor had no Cassin had no he's like, what the fuck is this? Yeah, I think he was just kind of surprised where he was and what the ship was kind of small for what it did, I think is what he thought. Um, and I don't know. I, I thought when I saw him flying to other planets that he went into light speed also. So, hmm. and or himself when he was flying that ship yeah. by himself. I thought he did, but maybe not. I don't know. Um, Andor starts to, to question this guy and ask him about his... Uh, who he is, um, uh, you know, because he's he wants to make sure he's you know he's not going to kill him or something weird like that. So, um, but uh, the guy, the guy uh, Luthen proves to him that he knows even more about Andor, because um, uh, Andor brings up the uh, the the battle of of Mimban um, when he was sixteen years old, like you were talking about earlier. And this battle is uh, it's formerly known as Circus Five, a swamp planet located in whatever. It doesn't matter. The situation was related to a trade route. So it was the Trade Federation um, was, and the Empire was uh, pitting the locals against each other. You know, there was one guy on side of of trade and the other guy not and they were basically caused a civil war on this planet and uh he he helped um fight the with the republic 20 224th division is what it says um the mimbanese libertarian army is what they call themselves um anyway uh the separatists and the uh imperials uh funded one side kind of like we did Back in the eighties, with the uh, the the Contras and stuff in the you know Central America, you know, mm-hmm. we f- we funded one side and then um, somebody else funded the other side. Russia funded Russia the other side, kind of. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Um, and he Andor claims that he was one of the fifty people that survived. Um, and the uh, Lutheran comes back and says, "Well." Yes, you survived, but you survived because you were a cook and you you fled to survive. You didn't you didn't survive because you were you were fighting a battle. You you fled, escaped, um, and such. Um, and he offers Andor two hundred thousand credits, which that's that's a huge amount of money um, in credits. Because if you remember, he was going to pay um, for that that unit, that uh, star path unit, he was going to pay a thousand credits for it. Yeah. And that was pretty valuable because that's a, uh, a guidance, basically a guidance system for a starship. Um, but 200,000 credits for, for this job, that's, that's a big amount of money. Uh, and then we, uh, we go to a scene um, outside the uh, Imperial security bureau has a little nice little empire symbol out on the, uh, 
the grounds as uh, this lady that we see is uh, is walking up. Um, I think they call her supervisor, Deidre Miro, attends a meeting at the ISB headquarters. Um, and the supervisor guy, the older uh, gentleman in there, is called Supervisor Grandy. Grand, Grandy, yeah. Um, and they're reporting, uh, you know, different things in their assigned areas. You know, like they talk about uh, increased detentions in, in the Ryloth sector. And that's kind of a, 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 a an Easter egg, Scott, because um, it calls out to you know, the Rebels show that we, uh, that we watched already. It, it's, uh, the, the Ryloth sector was a, a heavy Rebel sector. They, uh, they caused all kinds of trouble because the Ryolothans and, you know, that's where, uh, that's where, uh, Ezra's from and all that stuff. Yeah. Um, there was a huge, uh, uprising in that area. And, and I think we saw some of that in our Rebels show. Um, Major Partagas is the uh, is the guy in charge there. And um, he he is uh, pretty strict. He's questioning one of the guys about, you know, he his report and how lax it is and how bad it is. And he says, um, basically, he's taking this guy off of this, um, this thing because he's just not doing a very good job. Um, and, uh, we, we hear one, in one of the reports, the guy talks about, um, this, uh, this skirmish that Andor had on, uh, on that planet. Um, and uh, what do they call it? Uh, the, uh, Ferrix incident. And, um, this is when this, uh, Miro, uh, chick, Deidre Miro, uh, clicks in on that and she's like wait hey man we had something stolen from our sector that was a star path unit and this sounds like the same unit um and she goes and researches that unit and finds out that it's actually the right one that she's looking for um and that she uh, that gives her jurisdiction over the entire ferrix uh incident yeah. um and she goes to uh the this bevlin guy that's uh, giving the report and says, Hey, uh, I, I need to take over your, I need all, access to all your files um, so that I can recover my, uh, my star path unit. Um, and he uh, tells her, no, he says, no, he's not going to do it. Um, and uh, she comes back later again and asks him again. And he says no a second time. And, uh, she she has one of her assistants helping her out and stuff, and um, they they are able to prove exactly the the right one. And we hear some stuff about increased shipping and protection towards Scarif, which is uh you know in Rogue One where they uh, yeah have that final scene. Um, and let's see. Okay, we go back to the Aldenani. Uh, Andor is is chosen the name of Clem. He shaves his face, his his beard, and everything else, so he's all clean skinned. And uh, you know he, uh, uh, what's his name, um, Luthen gives uh, 
and or a a uh, a necklace that he had on him. It's actually it's it's a it's a crystal, but it's actually a kyber crystal. Um, he says it briefly, and if you if you were listening, yeah, I heard about um, the kyber crystal. That's what they use in the lightsabers. Okay, that's what I thought. Right. So, um, and that's also what the uh, Empire uses for the Death Star weapon, the the yeah. planet killer weapon, um, and all those fancy guns that we see f- in the future. Those all use the uh, Death Star technology that uses the Kyber crystal. Oh. And that's the whole reason we see in the future shows where they're mining uh, kyber crystals like they are in Rogue One and stuff like that because mm-hmm. they're they're building their Death Star weapon. Um, all right, so he gives him this thing as a down payment um, and says it's uh, it's well worth more than forty thousand credits um, if if he has to sell it, then he, he shouldn't take uh, less than 40,000 credits. Um, and uh, let's see, down payment. Um, he wants the signet. He want, he tells Andor that he wants the signet back if, if, uh, if everybody lives. Because he, 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 once he gets his payment, he wants, it back, he wants that back. It's very mm-hmm. precious to him. Um, and we find out that the contact on this planet, they went to, um, uh, is her name is Vel, V-E-L. And um, Vel doesn't like that uh, Andor's coming in because uh, they've been planning this for, for more than six or eight months. And he's coming in the last minute. Um, and she, he finally... You know, this uh, Luthan finally convinces her that Clem can pilot, shoot, lie, and and is a polygoat. And, um, you know, she, he tells her, he says, she says, well, um, you know, if he's just a mercenary and all this stuff, what happens if he doesn't work out or if uh, things go south? And uh, he says that Clem's disposable. That's why he's being paid. He's disposable. Um, so... Um, dun, dun, dun. Um, okay, then we go back to the ISB headquarters, and now um, uh, Chief Inspector Hein is talking to uh, our guys from the previous three episodes, the Inspector Searle and this uh, sergeant guy that were leading this uh, fight to find Andor and find all this information, and, you know, it all got debunkled. So they're getting uh, reprimanded, and they they get their comlinks taken away and their weapons taken away, and they're going to, it says they're going to be dispatched and transferred to different locations. Um, if he would have just done what his supervisor told him to. Exactly. His supervisor told him not to do it, do it and, uh, and all that. And, um, uh, they will also certify after the action report has been filed. Um, and it looks to me there was a scene right there not long after where um, uh, what that's that Cyril Karn guy, the inspector, um, goes uh, to his mom's apartment or whatever. Mm-hmm. You see that? And she slaps him. Mm-hmm. She's like, you traitor. 
Um, in that, uh, chief inspector doesn't let any of them talk or anything like that. Cause you know, there doesn't matter what they say now. It's, uh, it's too bad. They've already stepped in the poo poo. Yeah. They've already stepped in the poo poo. Um, then we go back to the planet with Andor and they're walking, uh, through a, through an area. Um, and she asks about his arm and how he got hurt. And this is where they see a TIE fighter that comes comes through. They, you know, they, they two, hide behind the rocks and dodge fighter. it. Yeah, two TIE two fighters. Fighter. And she Did says it's a, it? yeah, he hears it, she hears it, they both hear it. And it um, it's a, a routine patrol because, uh, you know, uh, there's a high value uh, Imperial coming in and they're, they're doing some patrols before he comes in. Um, and then we go back to the ISB and uh, security, Merrill, she, she locates the Starpath unit in the database. Um, and You know, she she finds out that what she's looking for, and then we go back to uh, um, where where uh, uh, what's his name? Um, Raphael uh, Luthen. He uh, he lands on um, Coruscant, and we see him uh, put on the wig, and you know, kind of do a little you know, put on the rings and he's got a purple robe on. He's looks totally different. And he kind of does, he does a pretend act there. You know, he's like, okay, this is the role I'm going to take on. I need to kind of do that. Um, need to re -up to that. Yeah. Which is kind of funny. And it's kind of, uh, like, a, like you said, he looks kind of different. He's more, uh, he kind of transforms himself into some sort of, um, high society type of person, right. Or something like that. Oh my. Yeah, oh, <laughs> maybe. Uh, maybe. Come on. He's an art dealer. They're all homos. Maybe. <laughs> all right, and then we go back. Yeah. Then we go back to uh, where... Um, the ISB uh, woman Deidre is confronting um, the supervisor now about the Ferrix incident and that she needs to uh, get her star path unit back. And, uh, you know, the, this is where she, she wants to pull rank and go up above to, to the, to the uh, head of the ISB and, and get, access to it um, uh, because he denies her uh, a second time um, on getting access to the star path information. Uh, and then we go back to the planet Val and Andor um, are traveling and we see um, one of the rebels that we're going to meet up with uh, sleeping. And another one comes up on him and says, hey, you shouldn't be sleeping. You could get killed for that. We're, we, I have orders to kill if, if you do like that. 
and uh, they see uh, Val returning, and they're like, hey, there's somebody else with her. Who's this guy? What's going on with this guy? Um, and uh, they finally catch up to her, and she says, hey, this is our new guy, Clem. Um, and she kind of apologizes for not introducing him earlier, um, but he is going to provide critical redundancy in all areas. And uh, they they get to the camp, and we meet uh, uh, Skeen, Tamarin, uh, Nimic, and Cinta. Uh, Timuron is, is pretty uncomfortable with Clem's presence, doesn't like that there's a newcomer right at this time. Um, and, and, you know, the, the tension builds, you know, cause they don't accept him. What are they going to do? He's, he's probably going to get, uh, you know, killed or something. Right. Yeah. Uh, all right. Then, then we go back to, uh, Coruscant and, uh, this is where he, he meets with his uh, his mother, and she gives him a big hug after the slap. Um, and we're also we also uh, see um, Luthen in the art or the uh, I, I call it an antique shop is what I call it antique shop um, with his assistant called Kelia K K L E Y A. And then we see Senator Moth, Moth, Mon Mothma uh, arrive in a pretty fancy uh, ship. Um, you know, I guess we could call it a limo ship, huh, right? Mm -hmm. um, and they go uh, about talking about art and business and stuff like that. And, um, you know, she kind of says that she's, she thinks she's being spied on. And they go in the back room. And they start talking about uh, uh, their new ally, um, Andor, and, and um, Luthen tells her that she can trust both him and Kella. Um, and this is where we see her go back to her house, and we meet her husband, Perrin Fertha, um, and she's complaining about all the guests, right? Um, she says, I don't want these people. And they mention Moss Adama and Sly Moore. And uh, I looked up this Moss Adama, and that guy is the guy, if you remember in um, Revenge of the Sith, he was um, one of the people that was standing next to the Emperor when he declared um, the, the Galactic Republic. He was mm -hmm. a blue guy that had... Um, the tentacles down the side, and he had like a spear or something right next to him or whatever. Okay. Um, so he's he's one of those guys. And then this other guy uh, that they mentioned is uh, Sly Moore. And this guy is looks like a chick almost. It says Sly Moore, but it looks like a chick. Um, it does say female force, force adept. Uh, and they, they have the ability to manipulate people's minds. So, and they, uh, they look like an albino. Their eyes are all white. There's no color except for the, for the pupil, um, which is weird. 
Um, and, and she doesn't like those people, and that it looks like to me for good reasons, right? They they look kind of weird and creepy and um, distrustful and and such. Uh, and she mentions something about inviting the the Gorn, the Gorman, um, to the meeting too, because uh, these people are the ones that um, put up trade fights against them and cut their shipping and. You know, they basically are starving to death because these two uh, people that were mentioned, um, you know, took all their stuff and uh, and uh, basically put a blockade up and for the Gorman people. Um, if you remember uh, in Rebels, uh, that's where we see Mon Mothma publicly uh, disclaim. Um, the the treating of the Gorman people, and she uh, basically quits the Senate. Um, yeah, and such. Um, so she, that those people are, uh, are are something important to her. Um, and then we go back to the planet again with uh, Val, and uh, we get a Lieutenant Gorn that that shows up. And he's suspicious of Clem, of course, too, because, you know, they've been planning this for months, blah, blah, blah. Um, and uh, he's the one that, that has the information about the, uh, the, the river, and um, there's supposed to be a, a special, um, you know, once-a-year uh, meteor shower thing that happens that um, they're planning their whole uh, attack around, right? Because this this meteor shower thing is going to be a distraction. There's thousands of people that come to see it, um, and uh, they say that there's a there's a vault containing the payroll underneath um, a runway that's uh, at the end of this field that they're uh, they always hold this uh, this they call it the Eye of Aldenani, um, and uh, he says that it's uh, it has to do with the planet um, passing through a, um, a a ring on a, like a moon or something. It has a, a ring of uh, dust in it, and the planet passes through that, and it causes atmospheric uh, interruptions and stuff. Yeah. And this thing, uh, this this phenomenon happens in three days. So now we know exactly how much time, um, you know, they brought Andor in three days before everything was going to happen. And I, now we kind of understand why everybody's so freaking out about uh, him being there. Because it would be pretty hard for us, for anybody to accept somebody three days before you're getting ready to do some big job, right? Yep. Especially if you're trying to keep it secret. Um, and then, um, the, one of the last scenes here is, um, this Lieutenant Miro, the Deidre Miro, uh, brings her case to her supervisor about the Starpath, uh, unit in the, in the, uh, Ferrix incident, and she, uh, puts forth a pretty compelling, uh, case for her taking over the files, um, but, uh, Partagas dismisses everything 
and says um, she doesn't have grounds, uh, insufficient evidence, and so on, um, even though it looks pretty good. And he reminds her that she has two reports that are overdue and she should be focusing on that instead. So he kind of puts her back in her place, right? And says, hey, uh, you should uh, be worrying about this and not that. Um, and, you know, maybe uh, she's dealing with, you know, partly being a female and maybe younger than the other guys, too. So she's uh, overstepping because of that. And then we get the the last scene of the show where um, Tamaran uh, gives uh, Clem a brief on some on a, a freighter um, on a, a touch a digital tablet type of pad, right? And he's got um, specs for this freighter that they're gonna be flying, and the base layout um, of the location that they're gonna attack, and he has to. He has to eat, memorize this, the specs and the layout, and get his wounds taken care of all before morning um, so that they can, you know, talk about more plans because they've only got two days now before their stuff starts. Um, and that's kind of where it ends there. You know, he's like, do I get to eat? You know, he says he says that part there. And uh, that's kind of when the credits start to roll right after that. So what did you think about it, Scott? Did you think uh, that was about the episode? Yeah. It's, it's, it's more of a... more along the lines of a Star Wars show instead of a little more flashback. Yeah, we didn't get hardly any flashbacks at all. Well, didn't, we didn't get any flashbacks, did we? And you know, we got to see the ISB, the um, Internal Security Bureau, which um, you know is a is a pretty big uh, deal. That and they were all wearing the the white the white uniforms, right? Mm-hmm. Every single one of them had the white uniform on. Um, you know, so we can kind of put that together and say, you know, every time we see someone with a white uniform like that, they're probably from the ISB or upper uh, upper ranks, right? Damn Germans. <laughs> Hi, Hitler. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I thought it was interesting, too. I mean, it was... We don't really get in into the ISB hardly at all in any of the shows, really. Um, and I was I was glad to see more of it and more how it was. And it's kind of a, a roundtable thing, you know, like we saw in... Um, I think it was Empire Strikes Back where... There was a big round table. They were all talking, and Darth Vader was there. And you know, that's where we get the uh, phrase that you know the Jedi are dead, and you're the only one, only one of their kind left. Kind of a thing from uh, um, from what's his name, um, the old guy that's uh, was in charge of the Death Star. Uh, yeah, it was kind of cool. And um, I'm gonna play this here first. Where's it at? Here it is. We are proud to welcome our latest sponsor, Juan's Cantina, where every first week of the month on the standard... Aye, 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 aye. ...call Cinco de Mayo. Join us food, mariachi music, and 34 flavors of margaritas. That's Juan's Cantina right next to the Hangar 94 of Mos Eisley Spaceport. On day two of the week is Taco Tuesday. 
All there you go. Half a credit each when enjoyed with our house of margaritas. Juan's Cantina also serves the black famous Dos Cerveza. Imported directly from Kessel. Thank you again for our latest sponsor, I, Juan's Cantina. <laughs> yeah. Um so so thinking about the episode, Scott, what do you think uh, our question of the week should be? Here, I'll throw you what I put, I, and I don't. I, I'm trying to think. Didn't they look? Didn't they go up on the hill and look at the garrison of what they were going to take over or invade or something? They had a they had a model that they uh, were looking at, but yeah. Oh. I don't think they actually saw it completely. You know, with their own eyes yet. It was more of a model that someone had done in the the dirt and stuff. Um. Yeah, I'm curious about that too. But I, I was, I, I put a kind of a, a weird one. You tell me if you think it's any good. But I put, um, will we see Val and Clem kiss? Which one's She's the. I think it's more. I think it's, I think it's more like the one that I think it'd be more like the one that prepared his arm. You think so? I don't know. Yeah. She Unless seems a little already, cons- she seems a little conservative already, though. Unless she's already someone's woman. Could be. I don't know. Um I don't know. I I mean, think, we could ask I think I think when the shit shit hits the fan, it's gonna be the young one fucking trying to run away. The one that was sleeping. Oh yeah, the, the kid? Yeah, mm-hmm. probably. Um because he has he has no idea what he's getting into. Yeah, unless Clem grabs him and slaps him around and says, you stick by me. Yeah, I'll protect you. You stay by me. I mean, it could be. Could be. I think maybe we should, uh, the real question of the week should be something like, um, uh, will we see uh, Lieutenant Miro, you know, Deidre Miro, um, get access to the to the, um, uh, the Ferrex incident files? Yeah. I don't know. That's Does that sound good. like a good question? That's a good one. Unless all that was filler. I don't think all that was filler. No, I think she's going to be in it some more, at least maybe a, a cut in the next couple episodes still. Um, I think uh, it's possible that um, this this heist they're doing I, you know, this is just me spitballing, kind of thinking out loud. I think what's going to happen is they're going to they're going to get the money and they're going to they're going to get it away. But, um, Andor is going to be the one to get that gets caught, um, yeah. Clem, and he uh, gets put in jail. And you know, um, they realize that he's the one that's responsible for the Ferrix thing, and um, she's going to find a way to go down and question him and stuff. Um, so what about what about you know during all this, all the buildup and all this crap that you see him in the Empire uniform? You know, standing line at attention. I'm pretty sure yeah. it's the Empire uniform. 
It is. It is. And I, I think we'll see that. Um, and maybe we do see that. Infiltrate, or do you think they're trying to they made up work for him? I think he's trying to infiltrate. Um, or, or like you said, he may, they may um, recruit him, and he uh, does it for a little while until he gets what he needs and gets out kind of thing, too. Uses them to yeah. get what he needs and gets out. You just um, the situation could, to his advantage. Exactly. Access to yeah, it, 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 the whole the whole male macho thing at the ISB. Yeah. You know, that of course of course there's only one black man at the table. Right? Yep. She's the only one. Then they integrated into a woman. But she's the last integration, probably. So they 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 give her low security stuff, low clearance stuff to figure out. Yeah, exactly. They don't think she can handle lots of uh, responsibility. No, they were they were forced to they were forced to be inclusive. Right. Kind of like we, uh, we kind of are nowadays, which, yeah, you know, hopefully we're getting better. But, um, yeah, so uh, I'll do that. Let's see. Um, our next episode comes out, of course, on Wednesday again. And we still don't have a title for episode five yet. They usually, they've been putting the titles out like the day, um, the night before. Um, the the broadcast comes out, but um, do I don't know. They're just trying to keep a secret because that's weird. Because um, like with Obi Wan Kenobi, they came out with all the titles mm-hmm. weeks before the show started. Yeah. Um, and they've done that with uh, the Mandalorian too, where they come up with all the episode titles. Um, I don't know why they're hiding them. Maybe they think it's going to give away stuff you know the titles give away plot i don't know um sure it doesn't make sense to me really i honestly i don't understand why you know if they're gonna kind of promote these as um three of them kind of go together thing why they just don't release yeah, three of them at a time it's like oh it's over <laughs> after you watch yeah. three then you won't have to watch one it's like oh hold on yeah. Yeah. And they kind of do, you know, if if you string them all together and run them at once, yeah. it's basically a, a movie length time there. Yeah. You got like a, an hour and a half timeline there. Yeah. Um, all right. So let's talk about uh, this. Yeah, so um, we want you to do like Scott did and send us a bunch of feedback on what you thought of the episode, what your opinions are, you know, if we got anything right or wrong. Um, do you think Andor is going to survive this? Do you think he's going to get captured? Do you think uh, he uh, we know, gives up? We, and- know. we know he survives it. Oh, yeah, we do, don't we? He ends up in a movie. He ends up in a movie, doesn't he? Yeah, yeah. Um, 
Yeah, so we've got several ways for you to send that feedback. Um, you heard just then there's an email address, feedback at kylejohansen.us. Um, if you go to our website, there's several ways you can um, provide feedback. We have one link that says feedback, and that's a form that you can fill out to um, send us your feedback. We'll, uh, it's just a generic form. We don't collect any information from you. Um, we just ask you know, what to call you and then your feedback, and that's all we get. Um, and that's, that's the best way, I think, to get us feedback. Um, there's other ways you can go to our questions of the week that we uh, mentioned and um, fill out those questions, answer the survey related to that question. And then once you do, there's a section that comes up where you can add comments to that. Maybe you want to clarify what your answer was and all that stuff. And um, we'd love to include those in the uh, podcast, too. And, of course, um, on our YouTube channel, you can... Um, make comments on the episodes um, there as well. And, you know, since we haven't had a lot of comments because we don't have a huge audience um, right now, I went ahead and tested that this week and everything appears to be working perfectly fine. So um, it allowed me to uh, get the comment and uh, I have it set up. So we have to review it. So, we, you know, we can't, you know, get someone calling us a bunch of names and stuff and, and whatever we can get rid of that before it gets seen kind of thing but um it works perfectly fine there too mm -hmm. um so we'd love to get some feedback so we can discuss it and and you know maybe uh you can correct us if we're wrong and if we're right uh, you can confirm and um you know maybe you think uh scott's opinions are the best opinions around you can uh, certainly tell uh, us all that so plausible um, deniability yeah. Um, let's see. What else? Oh, so that's that's the ways you can give us feedback. Um, we really would appreciate it. I've noticed in the last um, couple weeks that we've had um, somewhat of an uptick on the YouTube channel um, of views. And like um, example, when we did the uh, Last Jedi uh, episode we had quite a few people actually see that and, and watch it. Um, uh, it says here 39, 39 different uh, views. And um, I don't think that's unique views. I think that's like, if you go back several times, it'll register again and again. Um, but our last episode um, of and or the reckoning episode, we have 16 different people viewed um, on YouTube. Hmm. Uh you know, on um, Spotify, we still have a, a, quite a, a group of people that are uh, regular listeners. It says uh, right now we have nine people who are regular listeners. We have three followers. All to in that. India? No, this is, uh, this is Spotify. So, so Spotify is Love different. The, in, the India one, we do have one person that always listens every week. The same person listens every week. Of course, we have no idea who. But there's one person in the last seven days, and it seems like every we need to time we publish, hey, you in India, you need to come on. You know, yes, yeah, you, you need to come on on a, on a Saturday afternoon. It says it's a male, um, between 35 and 44 years old, and they live in in indoor in India. 
Um, anyway, so we got that. Well, yeah, we just need not to you, you, yeah, you. You get on here and give us we your feedback. To, we, need, we we could do a three way. Whoa. Oh, I don't know. Yeah, we we could do a three way Skype thing. Um, of course, uh, the time's different over there. I think uh, that would be you know in the middle of the night there, but um. If if they're up for it, we're up for it. So we can do it. Um, yeah, we can do what, it. Want 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 to know? Want to know what your thoughts are? Or yeah, at least you could uh, send us uh, some feedback in our our feedback yeah. uh, form and yeah. type type some feedback. Send something. Let me uh, get us out of the feedback. Shell tech support. <laughs> no. Uh, I'm sorry. Yeah, I was, I was also going to say that. Um, I apologize. Namaste. The, uh, namaste. <laughs> um, let's see. So, yeah, I, I have been um, including. Um, more of the links in our video feed um, when I mention them, like, you know, I, if I say question of the week, I'll put up a, a link at the bottom that says for the question of the week. And we've been getting quite a few hits off of those. Um, the most re recent one is the listen one. I, when I tell you to, you know, how to find it, to find us on uh, um, different sites like, uh, Apple Music and stuff. I, I include that listen link, and we've gotten um, in the last week over three people have uh, clicked on that. And question of the week, someone clicked on it. And then, of course, we have the regular ones where um, they go to the um, RSS feed, which actually is populated into you know all those different areas. You like Spotify mm -hmm. uses the RSS feed to to get our information. So. Those don't really count because it, you know, that could be an impression from Spotify. It could be an impression from, um, you know, Podchaser or whatever the place is that we have everything listed at. So, um, but so, also, so every time, every time I like one of your, one of the, one of the billions and billions of, uh, of Twitter things that come down, does that count? <laughs> It does. Not billions. Jeez, I only do uh, one or two, one or two a day, maybe. Um, oh. Got to keep people engaged, you know. You got to follow us on social media and and find out what's what's going on and everything. What's popping in our neighborhood? Yeah, got to encourage them. Kyle, Mister Rogers. Whatever. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Well, Chippy, Chippy. All right. On that note, let's uh, wrap wrap this up. Hey, neighbor. Thank you for listening to the Rebel Alliance Briefing Room podcast. Please <laughs> visit our website where you can play current and past episodes. Find him. HTTPS colon backslash backslash R A B R Kyle Johansson dot U S. That's R A B R dot. K-A-I-L-E-J-O-H-A-N-S-E-N dot U-S. Yes. On 
left hand side is a navigation menu. You can use this to learn how to load the Rebel Alliance Briefing Room podcast on your Android or Apple phone and tablet. And we have direct links to our podcast on Apple and Google Podcasts. Please participate by connecting to our social media, answering questions of the week, or submitting feedback directly from the site. Again, all of these are available at the Rebel Alliance Briefing Room website at R-A-B-R-K-A-I-L-E-J-O-H-A-N-S-E-N dot U-S. This podcast in no way is approved, sponsored, or owned by Lucasfilms LTD, Disney, Disney Plus, or any of its subsidiaries. All opinions are solely owned by Kyle and or Open, open your mouth. In no way express the views or opinions of their past or present employers. Views and opinions are not supported or restricted by Lucasfilms, LTD, Disney, Disney Plus, or any of its subsidiaries. Any rebroadcast, reproduction, or any or other use of this podcast and its affiliate sites without consent of Super Duper Podcast Network and its host is prohibited. I am Kyle John Hanson, and this is Andrew Scott. Say goodbye now. Bye-bye now. Bye-bye now. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Have fun. Stop sharing.